Hey everybody, I'm Tom LeBlanc. I'm the editorial director for Commercial Integrator. Today I'm very happy to be joined by Brandon Bresnik from Premier Mounts. Hey Brandon. Hey Tom, how's it going? It's going well. So, you know, we're talking right now a couple of weeks after Infocom 2019 wrapped up and it was a big show for the industry. It was a big show for Premier Mounts. It was a big show for you. Tell me a little bit about your reaction to Infocom. Yeah, I will say uh, Infocom, I, this is actually my third Infocom that I personally attended uh, on behalf of Premier Mounts. It's actually probably been the best show that I've experienced in the last three years. Um, one, uh, our booth, uh, we had a lot of really cool things that we tried to kind of play outside the box with. Um, for example, you know, obviously we're a mount manufacturer, but uh, we try to show our custom engineering in terms of building like a curved video wall structure, which we kind of saw a few of those on the show floor, trying to bring experimental design to, you know, people who might be looking to do something unique and ornate. Um, we had some cool software in our booth. So basically, if you walk by the face of a video wall, you'd be able to kind of see it transform and kind of morph to, you know, what your body's doing in front of it with a little camera that we installed. Um, so get people kind of in tune with the displays that we're kind of working with. Uh, and one really cool thing that we did this year compared to years past is we tried to make things a little bit more, less focused on, you know, just our product beyond the wall. We wanted people to actually feel and install those products as well. So we actually held a mount installation challenge uh, each day of the show. Uh, we found three winners who completed, you know, our install the fastest. And each one of those winners got like a $500 gift card. Um, and the mount that we used was super simple, so it was really easy for them to install. We actually had a record time over three days of nine seconds, just under nine seconds, to install a mount in the wall and have it level and flush. Um, so it gets people a little bit more like of a games type of feel, like a little bit more uh, involved with the booth. Um, so we did a lot of cool things around the booth, and I think that really showed in terms of you know the people that we talked to and the conversations that we had. Well, that's interesting. You know, like it's fun to you know make the booth more interactive, and I think. In some respect, you know, it probably speaks to how the show itself is changing. And, you know, Infocom, you know, when it, I'm sorry, Avixa, when it announced uh, the numbers related to Infocom 2019, it really called out that there was a lot of younger folks in attendance at the show. I wanted mm -hmm. to get your read, you know, like, did you, did you see a shift in, in demographics um, among um, show attendees? What, what was your, what was your reaction to the attendance? Yeah, I think the attendance was definitely good. I think it's on par with the number that Evixa released at about 44,000-ish. Um, but the biggest thing that I saw in terms of traffic that came by our booth was, um, you know, one big thing was first-time attendees. So whatever Evixa ended up doing this year to get, you know, more people from, you know, who haven't attended Infocom before um, definitely worked. Um, and we got a lot of people who came in were asking really, really solid questions for their first time in. So it shows that there are still some people that, you know, have the needs for integrated systems um, who haven't been to Infocom yet. And it was a really good chance for them to kind of prospect through different exhibitors and different manufacturers and see, you know, how can I take, you know, my integration to the next level? But the biggest thing that I saw, too, was there were a lot more uh, younger aged individuals walking the show floor, um, which is really positive and really enlightening for me to see. Um, I even took the time to, we had a, a few like churches and a few schools and nonprofits actually come by our booth and, you know, asking us questions about, you know, the stuff that we made. Um, so those younger individuals who managed to stop by, uh, our booth, I definitely took some extra time to, you know, answer their questions, but also advocate on behalf of the industry and say, you know, Hey, you know, if, if you're thinking about, you know, jumping into this, you know, obviously connect with the people that you see here at the show. 
But, you know, it's, it's an industry that's, you know, advancing very quickly. It's very tech. Um, you can kind of carve a rollout, you know, no matter what, you know, your focus might be, whether it's, you know, actually installing products or if it's, you know, marketing or communications or whatever it might be. Um, there's an opportunity for young people to carve out their role in the industry and kind of play a big part moving forward. Now, I know you've been to Infocom uh, a couple other times and, you know, for you to sort of notice that shift, you know, it's significant because, you know, it, it reflects that there's a different mix of individuals who are attending the show. And I'm wondering also, like, are you able to sort of look at the folks that you talk to at Infocom and predict or learn things about what that means for sort of the future of this AV integration industry? Yeah, totally. Um, you know, we what we do is extremely exciting in terms of how everything comes together. And the average person is really unbeknownst to what it all takes to put together a video wall or an audio system or whatever it might be. So giving those people the opportunity to see that on the show floor, I think, was a huge benefit to them. Um, and as I mentioned, with, with young people actually walking the show floor, this gives them a huge vehicle to say, like, I want to add myself to the list of talent that works in the AV industry. Um, and getting them a first look is definitely huge in terms of, you know, this is something you can build on for the rest of your career. Um, here's where you get your experience. I think one thing in terms of the future of the industry that, um, you know, would definitely be beneficial moving forward is the understanding of non-technical skills and roles that the industry needs uh, to kind of stay relevant and stay up operating at a right pace. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, obviously we're a very tech driven industry. We're very um, specifications based. Uh, we like to know, you know, the little facets and every little detail of how a system comes together. Um, but there are soft skills amongst individuals who have worked in hospitality or retail or food service or whatever it may be. Um, where they've learned these soft skills and they can actually kind of come into integration firms or even AV manufacturers um, and still use those skills that they've learned to kind of, um, you know, make sure that the business runs to full capacity. And what I mean by that is like, let's just say you are a, a student, right? And you're thinking about finding a career. Um, you know, you're used to time management. You're used to working with deadlines and you're used to, um, you know, working under pressure. Well, that may be someone that you groom into an AV project manager role um, because they've developed skills, whether it's in a classroom or in a, a work environment, um, they're able to take those skills and kind of translate it to what the needs of AV is. Um, and then lastly, another future thing is just the demographic shift, uh, you know, that AV is going to kind of entail over the next five to 10 years. Um, you'll see a lot more women coming into really, really high leadership roles and offering their perspectives on how to do things right. Um, I think that's something that we've missed out on and the role of, you know, uh, minorities as well. Um, so having people from different backgrounds and different socioeconomic classes come in, um, it's just going to be really huge for the industry moving forward because you get to see all these different perspectives on how to do things the right way. Um, and more perspective is valuable than too little. You know, you know, Brandon, when I was um, in my Uber on the way to the show or the way, you know, in from the airport, when I was initially coming into Orlando, the Uber driver was... Uh, a female uh, from South America, and she was kind of commenting on, you know, all the folks that she had dropped off at Infocom already. And she asked me if, um, she said, Infocom, is that a show for men? Which I thought was really interesting. <laughs> I, I tweeted that out, you know, just kind of because I thought it was kind of funny, but also a little bit telling about the industry. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, it got um, a lot of traction on social media, at least by my standards. And, <laughs> you know, it kind of it, it, it kind of shows me, um, you know, perceptually, there is still that an enormous hurdle for the industry. It's still I mean, she could have said white men as well mm-hmm. as just men. Totally. Um, per- perceptually, um, the industry still has its challenges. Um, I did think I saw that the needle moved a little bit in terms of the 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 folks who were attending Infocom 2019. Did you think the needle moved? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I think I saw a lot of well, at least from my perspective as an exhibitor, I saw a lot of you know international you know people coming into my booth asking a lot of questions. A lot of uh, like I said, diverse Americans from a bunch of different classes. There was even a a nonprofit called the Loop Lab. And what that nonprofit does, it takes, uh, you know, kids who are underserved in the community of Cambridge, Massachusetts. And what they do is they brought some students out to uh, Infocom. They were able to walk the floor, meet with people and kind of figure out, you know, how do I carve my role into this industry? So, you know, the fact that there's a lot of interest in terms of what we do from so many different points, uh, I think the way that we get people even more interested is kind of just in like the outreach that we do as an industry. Um, whether that's from, you know, a federation standpoint who kind of overlooks the entire show or even our roles as, you know, small integration firms, small to large integration firms, and even our, man, you know, manufacturers such as ourselves. Um, you know, we have to advocate and we have to provide a platform for these people to kind of come in and learn. Um, so one thing actually that we've done here at Perma Mounts, we actually just hired an intern who started, uh, yesterday. Um, she's working in our marketing department, learning about AV and understanding how to, you know, market solutions and systems. So, um, but, you know, if we wouldn't have ever gotten the approval for the internship or even pursued as an avenue within our own means, uh, you know, this individual may have not gotten the opportunity to learn. So sometimes you have to extend yourself out. Um, and that can be a myriad of things, you know, whether it's, you know, personal internships, it could be job fairs or career fairs at technical schools. It could be speaking at, you know, high schools and universities. Um, those are all things that will get people interested. Um, but we have to kind of market it in a broad sense so that way, People who are don't know the industry now would want to know it after you know hearing you know what we have to say about it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the key, right? I mean, marketing it in more of a broad sense because the industry is interesting. The industry is really dynamic and exciting, no matter what age you are. And also, mm-hmm. you know, there are great career opportunities in the industry. In my experience, you know, when you know you you ask young folks about the industry, they say, "Oh, I never heard of that," but when they learn about it they get really excited about it. So to me, that's kind of the key and the next hurdle for, you know, the, the talent recruitment challenge in this industry. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I've been on here a couple of times and I've talked about esports as kind of like a small vehicle that AV needs to pay attention to. But, you know, I'm watching these kids and they're building, you know, high grade computers already at age, you know, 10 through 13. So they're familiar with connectivity. They're familiar with power inputs. They're familiar, familiar with, you know, high definition displays and, you know, how to run it through like their CPU. So, you know, the future generation of this industry are already learning things just in their personal habits because tech is so integrated as part of, as part of their lives um, that it should be a little bit easier of a transition if they decide to pursue AV as a career. And that's kind of all we can really help for going forward through just advocacy and messaging. Well, Brandon Bresnick from Premier Mounts, we always like it when you uh, talk to the folks at Commercial Integrator. And- yeah, thanks. It's good to be back. And, you know, just kind of looking forward to you know, Infocom 2020 now, as crazy as that sounds. 